Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome, and this is Cindy Meyer. And um, welcome to the Spirit Seeker Hour. We um, we publish, I can't even talk tonight. For some reason, the show is getting off to a rocky start. So let me start all over again. Hi, my name is Cindy Meyer, and I'm the publisher of Spirit Seeker Magazine, a life coach, a spiritual intuitive, and a real estate agent. Now, I have been hosting a radio show for over 10 years, and um, we have been in this format for almost eight years. And um, this format is the blog talk uh, radio format, which is through the Internet, and it helps us reach people all over the world. And tonight, um, I will be my own guest. I will be um, wearing many hats, and if, um, if we... Do not have callers. Um, I will cut the show short probably at 7.30. But what I'm going to talk about is feng shui and real estate and how to shift the energy of your home. Before I do that, I just want to make a few announcements regarding Spirit Seeker. You can find this magazine in the Midwest, in Chicago, St. Louis, and Kansas City, in any Whole Foods. And we're in over 250 locations in Chicago, over 300 locations in St. Louis, and about 100 um, in Kansas City. We, um, we have been published online since 1998, we have a weekly email newsletter, and then we also have the weekly radio show. So to get on our email list so that you can find out who the guests are on the show and when the magazine's online, just give us a um, send us an email to info, I-N-F-O, at spiritseeker.com, and we will um, let you know about you know what's happening in the uh, global arena to do with mind, body, and spirit. We also do periodic drawings for books, CDs, and um, different different products. Okay, so those are the main um, announcements. I also want to uh, mention that I am offering a spring coaching special where you have four hours of my um, my expertise um, for the price of three. So you pay $300 and you get four hours of Cindy Meyer's time. You can use the um, hour for a reading, you can use it for a feng shui consultation or um, my laser coaching. And most of the time when I do my laser coaching, I want to feng shui uh, your home and or business anyway because that's the fastest way I know to get um, change happening in your life. Okay, so tonight, as I said, we're going to talk about um, feng shui and real estate, and then we will. I will be doing mini readings to help people um, with their their questions on how they can make the shifts in their space to produce the results that they want. So let's start with real estate. Um, I have loved houses since the time I was a little girl. My um, my dad actually built the first house that I lived in, and um, you know, I just have always just loved houses. And in 2004, I became certified as a feng shui consultant after studying it for over 20 years. I didn't even know how to say it because, you know, when I started studying it, it wasn't very well known. So it was, um, I studied it reading everything I could and not really knowing how to even pronounce it. But I knew the minute I saw feng shui, I was drawn to it. And um, feng shui means wind and water. And um, it's basically talking about movement. Um, when you have a, um, a situation where there's no wind moving, where everything is still and it's humid or uh, just kind of very still, um, you know, in St. Louis we call it the, the dog days of summer where it's, the air is so heavy and hot. Um, and that's not what we want in feng shui. What we want is to have some um, have some wind moving, a nice breeze, 
so that we can hear or even if we can't hear it, we can sense the trees and the leaves moving. We do not want a tornado. We do not want like a wind thunderstorm, you know, with the wind and, you know, uh, blowing through. That's too much wind. So we just want the feel of movement. And the shui is the water. Same thing. We want a babbling brook. We want um, the sound of a um, of a waterfall, but um, but we do not want a tsunami, a flood, um, or you know just a hurricane. Too much water. So what we want is a gentle gentle movement um, that's not too extreme in any direction, and that is what we do with the energy of a house. We we start with the flow of. What do you feel when you walk in? Are you being invited into the house, or is the house just saying we really would prefer you not be here? And I'm sure um, those of you that are listening can um, relate to um, unfriendly businesses, unfriendly houses, where sometimes you walk into a store and no one even looks up. They don't greet you, and you're just like, well, excuse me, um, do you mind if I shop in your store? And a house is the same way. If a house is um is cluttered if a house is um you can actually have a cluttered house though with a happiness it just um but overall when you have clutter it creates what we call sha chi which is stagnant or non-moving um, energy because a lot of times when there's clutter, like the stack of something has been sitting there for forever. Um, sometimes people move their clutter around, but for the most part, clutter becomes stagnant. Anything that is not used, anything that is um, broken, anything that is just kind of extra taking up space is what is known as clutter. We now, of course, have the clutter on our phones, on our computers. Um, you know, uh, it's a whole, that's a whole new section of clutter. We're not, not really going to cover that tonight. Um, so, so what we do as real estate agents when we go into someone's house for a listing call um, we don't start immediately with, we well, got to get rid of your stuff, but we start with, um, you know, looking at the bones of the house, looking at the basic structure of the house. Um, but in order to sell a house, a person has to be able to envision and see themselves in that house. And when a house is filled to the brim with stuff, it's very, very difficult for a person to imagine um, living in that space. And that is why we recommend that you take the personal photos down, anything that's too extreme, um, uh, you know, like politically or religiously or anything that could trigger, you know, the person coming in that might be a turnoff for them. Um, you basically want to neutralize your space and have it look quite pretty and it and it's hard for people you know i mean a lot of people like um lots of different colors in their house they like um you know i mean if someone came into my house they i mean i get it all the time are you buddhist no i'm not buddhist i study every religion from all around the world um but i know that if i were to sell my house i would definitely um pack away some of the buddhists so, you know, but right now I'm living here and this is kind of who I am, not even kind of, this is who I am and uh, my home is my sanctuary. But, um, but you know, being an agent I, and doing feng shui for, you know, as many years as I have, I have seen a lot of houses and what you want if you're trying to sell your house is not for a person to say, oh, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. No, you want them to just say, oh, this is a nice house. I like the windows. I like the lighting. I like the flooring. Um, you want them to be invited in to stay a while. And if they're distracted every which way they turn with too much color or too much um, clutter or pictures of, of, oh, they had a dog. I wonder if the dog lived here. Can I smell the dog? I mean, it just, it's just, you know, your photos are your photos and the house is to be um, ready to invite a new um, owner into it. So, um, so those, this is kind of the basics of of um, feng shui with real estate. They call feng shui the new staging because we work as much as we can with a person's stuff, but then we, um, in addition, will augment that. Okay, so I, um, if you know the callers on on the call tonight, if you have a question, just push one star on your phone, or I think if you just push one, um, but it won't hurt to push the star, then that'll let me know that you have a question and I will bring you live on the air. Um, okay, so so the other thing about um, feng shui is um, you can't do it wrong. 
you really cannot go wrong with feng shui. It's all about intention. So if your intention is good, then even if you put something in the wrong spot, it's going to activate it because your thoughts are around it. So let me give you an example. I had a lady in one of my classes many years ago whose husband had been laid off. They downsized and he lost his job and he'd been looking for a job for almost three years. And she said, I just don't know what to do. So I suggested that she um, that she activate helpful people in travel by taking um, – there's nine areas. Let me backtrack. There are nine areas in feng shui, and I'm going to go through all of them quickly tonight. Um, but in those nine areas, um, you basically take your floor plan, and you create a tic-tac-toe on it, and then there's nine areas. So – the, the area that I suggested for her to work with was helpful people in travel. I said, get a red folder, write down on a sheet of paper. My husband now attracts the perfect right livelihood that pays him well and he loves his job. He's willing to receive this or something better. Sign it, date it, put it in the red folder. Red represents fire, which brings energy. So she put it accidentally in career. She didn't put it in helpful people in travel. And um, and so she came into class two weeks later, and she's like, you won't believe it. My husband's not only got a job, but he had other people calling him, but he's decided on this one company, and it's all uh, since we did that red folder, he put it in career. Now, you could put it in career, but we had wanted to put it in helpful people and travel to attract the helpful person to get him to the job. But either way, because her, the wife's intention was to put to get to help her husband get this job, it, it worked anyway. So intention, 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 intention. If I would have, you know, told her to put it in, it really doesn't matter. But you know, I, I she misunderstood and it still worked. Okay. So that's the biggest thing. And in order for a feng shui consultant to work with your house, it really does help if the clutter is gone. But a lot of times that's impractical. If someone's had clutter for years, they don't know where to begin. They don't know um, what to do. And you never, ever, ever, never, ever, ever start decluttering in more than one area of the house at one time because what will happen is you'll have chaos everywhere and you won't be able to see your project through to, to completion. You'll get overwhelmed. So we recommend only starting with one area. Um, the first area that I recommend starting with is your bedroom because the bedroom is a place where you sleep. And if you have a cluttered bedroom, your sleep will be disrupted. It'll be choppy. And so the minute you um, declutter your bedroom and remove all of the books except for one or two, you can have one or two books, but you cannot have a bookshelf filled with books in your room. Um, we um, also suggest that you take all personal photos out of the bedroom unless it's you and your partner. Um, this is not a place to put baby pictures of the kids and, oh, my God, I've seen parents' pictures in the bedroom. And no, 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 because this is your sanctuary. This is your room where you sleep at night and you don't want to see the kids when you first wake up. This is not where the kids belong. This is um, We have two relationship corners in our house. One is the actual relationship corner according to the um, feng shui diagram, and the secondary um, relationship room is the bedroom. Okay, so I'm going to um, uh, take some calls now. I'm going to um, go to caller number 561, area code 723, 561-723. You are live on the air. Hello. Hello. Hi. Oh, I don't know why this is echoing. Okay, are you there? I don't know. They dropped. Okay. Okay, we're going to go to 561, uh, area code 429. Are you there? You are live on the air. Okay, I think that was from that same number. Okay, we are now going to go to 816-585. You're live on the air. Did you have a question this evening? Yes, hi. This is Kat from Kansas. Oh, hi, Kat from Kansas. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. And um, I know you, I think. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Um, I have a question about um, we are, we've been feeling a lot of negative energy from the neighbors across the street. 
and it's kind of been going on for a while. And I've tried clearing the space, cutting cords, um, using singing bowls, music, incense, sage. And then I put crystals around the house for protection. Um, We've had a lot of illness and even some deaths in the family and different things like that. And I feel like at this point I need to do something pretty major to protect our home because we're getting so much negative energy it feels like coming from them um and i'm wondering if you could give us some advice well do you by chance have one of the eight-sided bagua mirrors actually i just got one yeah the convex mirror well, there 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 are convex ones, um, but there are also flat ones, and the flat okay. ones are there's a reflective side on one side, and then the other side it's um, normally a solid color that's that's you know like black or whatever. So the mm-hmm. reflective side is on one side, and the other side is just um, you know like a flat mat. So what you okay. do is um, you shine. You put put it on the wall facing that other house across the street. So the reflect okay. the the mirrored side will actually be on the wall, but it's going to bounce back everything that they send towards you. It's going to bounce it back to them amplified. Okay. Now you're not so, wishing ill to them. What you're saying is mm-hmm. any negative thoughts or um, anything that your malicious thoughts that you were sending my way are now reflected back to you and amplified um, so that they stop. It's basically like almost like a boomerang. Okay. And then most people will put like a picture on top of it. So if you, if there's a wall where you can, you know, put it uh, reflected that way and then put a picture over it and then just know that it, it, it's working. And, you know, Kat, I've seen miracles with this. I had this couple, um, this young couple who for some reason got off on the wrong foot with their neighbors. I I, I can't even tell you what started it, but it was to the mm-hmm. point where they both had screened in porches off the back of their houses and if they would be sitting in their, um, in their back screened in porch, the other neighbors would come and actually make negative remarks from their porch and they could hear it. And so it became to the point where they didn't want to go out on their back porch. They didn't even want to, you know, they just dreaded seeing these neighbors. They did this technique, and within three days, the neighbors started being nice to them. Mm-hmm. Now, wow. it can go the other way. It can go the other way. There was a young guy that inherited his mom's house and her three dogs that had some kind of, I don't know, some kind of genetic neurological disorder, and at the end they had to be carried outside to go to the bathroom. And this guy is like, these dogs meant everything to my mom. I'm not going to, um, you know, just put them down. I'm just going to take care of them. Well, these two policemen live next door, and they didn't like this guy. They didn't like him at all. He put the mirror and, and did the thing. Within one week, in the middle of the night, they moved out. The neighbors just literally moved out. Wow. So you don't yeah, ever we have wish to do something. harm? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you don't wish them harm, but you just detach from them and know that every, nothing can reach you. Okay. Now, for and your own house, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, is, is there water. anything else I need? To, salt water? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I go would ahead. do salt water, and I would go around the door jams. Like, your your entrances and exits to houses is where a lot of energy, like, you know, your front door has the greatest amount of energy coming in mm-hmm. and going out. We call it the greatest mouth of chi. Um, but then okay. a lot of us hardly ever even use our front doors. We go in and out the garage doors. So, you know, just take a little bit of salt water, go all around the perimeter of, of all of your rooms, but also around the doorways, the windows, and just bless your house just the okay. salt water you know you don't it won't ruin a floor or anything because you're not drowning it you're just like blessing it so it's just like fingertips and, and splashing and just say i i clear and um clear my space and uh neutralize and balance it i just invite in all the love of the angels and the guides and you know you don't even have to say all that but just think it as you're doing it just say i'm clearing out any negativity and um filling my space with love light and and peace Okay. You know, it it happens. You know, we get, you know, we get neighbors sometimes that aren't the nicest. But you know, you're not here to change them, and they're not here to change you. Just come to a right. neutral space with them. 
Yeah, right. I, they seem unhappy to me. They seem very unhappy to me. Yeah, I know. I've I've kind of gotten to the point where I'm like, I have to do something, or I'm, you know, I've even looked at some other places that are for sale in the neighborhood. Just I like this neighborhood and the area, but I can't deal with that constant. It, it feels like it's really coming right at us. And the minute I, I'm, you reflect, can't take it anymore. Yeah, the minute mm-hmm. you reflect this, um, and just let me know how it works. But normally, this is enough. Just just doing that. Okay. Okay. Anything else you want to know okay. this evening? No, that was all. Know. Thank you. Okay. Thank You're you so very much. welcome. It's good to hear okay. from you. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. Talk okay. to you soon. Bye. Okay. okay. All right. Bye. Okay, so that was a really good question um, from from caller Cat from Kansas City. It's, you know, sometimes we we get that. You know, we have a neighbor or, um, or or a business. One time I owned a restaurant, and then this business opened next door that was like discounted funeral um, arrangements. They they had caskets and uh, dog and pet dog and cat more um, little things. You know, like when they die, the urns and all that, which would have been fine. Except except that the guy who opened it overextended himself, so he was never there. So not only did we have a death thing next to us, we had a dead business dealing with death next to us because the guy was just hardly ever there. And so I just, you know, did the reflection with the mirror and put the energy back that way, and um, it truly worked. It truly worked. The guy, within about three or four months, just closed the business, which, you know, needed to happen. It just was a bad idea, an idea before before its time apparently they're quite popular now but um at that time it just um was the wrong timing and to have dead energy in a dead store next year is not good okay so um so i'm going to take a couple more calls in a moment um and i have some calls that are coming in from the chat room so um what I want to talk about just a little bit is the the real estate and the markets um, right now, and then I'm going to go into feng shui and how that relates to that. So right now, it's kind of an interesting time. Um, I'm going to talk about nationwide because this it's not just the Midwest. I live in the Midwest, but um, this is a nationwide problem. There is a shortage of houses on the market. Part of this is people are still holding on, thinking they're going to get a better price. Um, if they wait another year, or so and um it, it's really been interesting all winter long there's been a shortage of houses like we'll have you know five and six contracts on one house or a house is full before the signs even in the yard what this is a sign of is it's a seller's market and um you know, buyers are paying sometimes five, ten, fifteen thousand over asking price just to get the house in the neighborhood that they want. So this is a good problem to have. But but the um, the main thing to realize is that when you get this kind of a, a situation, in almost every case, the house is in tip-top shape. So what you want to do if you want top dollar for your house is you really want to love your house. And um, it normally is a three- to four-month process before you get the house on the market. Sometimes I meet with clients even six months ahead. Um, I I just, you know, gave the name of Painters and um, uh, Chuck Pointer and a few other people to this one client because they have have at least six months of work to do before the house is even ready for me to come and tweak it. And so in real estate, um, what I do is I go in, and I meet with the client, and we do uh, a clipboard and a sheet of paper, and we walk around the house. Uh, We start with the outside as a general rule, and then we work our way in. And, um, you know, way back when, before we had online Internet um, marketing, the agents would print the the choices out, then they would fax them to their client, then their clients would drive by on the outside of the houses, look at the houses, and then call the agent and say, okay, this is the one I want to see. They never saw the inside of the house. For the most part, they were only seeing the exterior. And what I can tell you is this. Take a drive through a neighborhood that you like and look and see which houses you're drawn to. And in almost every single case, those houses will have good lighting. They will have the 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 house number marked clearly. There will be some kind of a wreath or or ornamental decoration on the front door. 
in many cases, not all, but in many cases there's something else that is attracting you to that front door. There might be a, a chair on the front porch. There might be a wind chime. There might be flowered pots on the front porch. There might be hanging baskets. Something that is energetic and alive is drawing your eye to that front door, and you're you're thinking, oh, I really like the way that house looks. And then you can look at another house that has absolutely nothing. The how the front door, you know, is 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 okay, but it needs a new coat of paint, and you know, it looks like the doormat has been there forever, and you know, maybe the the wreath on the door is you know old and has shown seen better days. All of these things make a difference because, as I mentioned earlier, when I was talking to Cat, the front door is where the greatest amount of chi or energy enters into the home and exits the home. And um, when I'm working with a client who never uses the front door, always comes in through the garage and comes in the side entrance, I give the assignment to get out of their car, walk up their sidewalk, and come in their front door for 30 days. And I'm going to tell you something, in almost every single case, those people never, ever have a front door that, uh, or entryway that looks the way it did before they did this process because, you know, the more you work with it and the more your um, entryway becomes inviting, the more people, uh, you know, who come say, oh, it just feels so good because they felt you long before they pushed that, that doorbell. So you start with the exterior and then you go room to room. And you look and see if there's anything that's broken, if there's anything you you don't really like. Um, If you're selling your house, you definitely want to depersonalize it. And this is hard for a lot of people because they're so attached to their stuff. But remember, we're making it look like a house that a person can imagine themselves living in, um, and therefore you want to neutralize it. So you you go through and... um, Many times this is when you pack up the collections, you know, when, you know, my my one girlfriend had, her mom had over 100 elephants in her living room because she used to collect these elephants and, you know, she had lots of, lots of other people in her life and they'd always give her elephants for everything. When you have collections of things, you can't see them. It's just way, way too much. So if you're getting ready to sell your house, pack up your stuff that you're not using. Just go ahead. Just start now because... It'll lighten the house, and um, you'll be able to feel that. Um, Okay, so I'm going to take another caller now. Um, Caller from area code 805-617. You are live on the air. Did you have a question this evening? I'm going to mute you. If you change your mind, just press 1 star, and then I will... um, I will come back and um, ask if you have a question. Okay, so um, raise your hand. Area code 805-617, did you have a question this evening? Okay, all right. All right, so now we're going to talk about feng shui, um, what, what the bagua looks like and how that works. So as I mentioned, the bagua has nine areas. Um... You, so you, you would make a tic-tac-toe now. Okay. All right. So what you do is um, you take a piece of paper and you draw nine areas on it. And um, so when you have your tic-tac-toe, we're going to – you should have three in the front row, three in the middle, and three in the back. So uh, now what we're going to do is we are going to go to that back row. Your left-hand corner is your wealth and prosperity. Your middle corner is fame and reputation. Your right-hand back corner is um, relationships, love and marriage, love and marriage uh, slash relationships, partnerships, but just think relationships. Then you'll go to your middle row and your... um, uh, so I'm going to repeat the back row. The, the, you've got your nine areas in your tic-tac-toe. The far back corner on the left is wealth and prosperity. Middle one, fame and reputation. Far right is relationships, love and marriage relationships. Then you go to your middle three. On the left will be um, health and wellness. In the center will be center. It's actually called the center. And... Um, to the right in the middle is children and creativity. 
Now we come to the front row, and that front row is knowledge and self-cultivation in the one on the left, career in the middle, and on the far right is um, helpful people and travel. Now this is what is known as the Bagua, or in Western Feng Shui, is called the grid. And this is your key to understanding your home. When you're standing in front of your house, facing your house, you're going to enter in one of three of the front squares. You're either going to enter in, the, most homes have a door in the middle, kind of of the front of the house, and that would be career. There are exceptions to every rule, but as a general rule, the career is in the middle. Um, well, the career is in the middle. Um, and then, or you're going to enter in that other front section, helpful people and travel, or um, knowledge and self-cultivation. But um, for the most part, most homes are career. They're pretty standard. And um, and so your, your, your bagua is standing on the front porch. Your um, far back left-hand corner of your home is your wealth corner. Excuse me, wealth corner. Now, if you have a garage attached to your house, that garage becomes part of those nine areas um, because it's attached. If it's a, a garage behind your house that you drive through a driveway and, you know, you pass your house and go enter your garage, um, then it's not part of it. It's separate. If you have a deck built on the back of your house, your deck um, becomes part of your house as well. So that's pretty much um, the diagram, the bagua or the grid, um, is 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 how you start. And so now um, the, the room that I suggested that you start decluttering would be your bedroom because that's where you sleep. But then the next place to go is your knowledge and self-cultivation. Your knowledge and self-cultivation is um, going to help you get lessons and understand things faster. So if you're trying to learn um, something new or you're um, on a learning curve with your life or with work or um, wanting to do a bid or a proposal for something and you need to like get it done, you go into knowledge and self-cultivation and work with that area. And uh, the next thing you know, your thinking will be a little more clear. Um, it's just knowledge will come to you instead of um, you being in a fog or just having trouble um, trouble concentrating. So that area will actually um, start to help you um, get clear, et cetera. Now, knowledge and self-cultivation, if you're something that you're wanting to learn, um, say you're learning about finances or learning about investing, then put something in your knowledge and self uh, knowledge um, and self cultivation area symbolic of that. So maybe put the book that you're reading on that topic, or if there's a picture of something that stimulates that. And that's pretty much how um, how any of these areas work. You you with intention you work with the area first decluttering, and then uh, with intention. Um, start working with the energy of that area. So, so for instance, I'm doing a feng shui consultation over the phone tomorrow night. Um, the client has already sent over the consultation form. The consultation form tells me what she likes the most about her house, what she likes the least about her house, anything monumental that's happened since she's lived there. Excuse me, and then um, she also will tell me her goals for this for the feng shui consultation because I might have a whole different idea of what she should work on, and it's really not up to me. It's up to the client as to what area um, of their life they want to work in. Um, and so I will have a she'll, she's working on her floor plan now. So by the time um, tomorrow night comes, I will have uh, digital images. Um, sometimes we Skype, just go room to room with Skype, or now we've got the phones where we can do it on iChat. There's so many different ways. But um, but I'll have pictures, I'll have her floor plan, um, the consultation form, and or we will Skype so that I can see things live. And that's pretty much how I work. And she's actually in St. Louis, but for her it was easier um, to have me just do it over the phone. And so I said, not a problem, I do it all the time. So what we will do is figure out, based on her intentions, I won't work with her whole house. I will just work with um, the areas um, that she is interested in improving or seeing change in. Okay, so um, as a real estate agent, 
uh, using feng shui, I actually include that in my services. So if someone is my client um, and selling their house, then I I come in, I rearrange everything with their permission. Um, sometimes I'll bring students in, and um, we just work with rearranging things in the home to where it feels more inviting and, and more um, home-like. Um, where you can envision having a conversation. So many homes that I go into, and it really doesn't matter what price range, so many homes have these big, big TVs, and every couch and chair is pointed at the TV. And all you can envision is no one having a conversation because how could they? All the energy is toward this box. And that's just not not the most conducive. And um, so I, I work with that. Most of them, you know, I've never really had a client tell me no, and I always ask permission. But um, we tweak it. We rearrange artwork if needed. Um, I'm going to tell you a story. There were two um, feng shui consultants that worked with real estate agents listings. This was many years ago, and they came in and they made so many changes that afterwards the clients loved their houses, loved their houses, and took them off the market. They decided not to sell them. So, of course, the real estate agents weren't exactly thrilled um, because, you know, they wanted to sell their houses. But it, it can actually happen that way. Um, I've seen people who have lived in their house for a short time. I've seen people who have lived in their house for a really long time. Um, but either way, when you have a feng shui consultation, it will start to um, uh, shift it and change it. Um, okay, so um, if there are any um, – there's one more question from the chat room, and the question is um, what do I do to help with romance um, – in my life well there are two rooms to work with one would be as we did the tic-tac-toe that far right hand corner in the back is your relationship corner um it's also partnerships so it's it doesn't all have to be you know uh romantic relationships it will uh work across the board with any and all relationships um, just by virtue of activating that corner. Um, so what is good is to put pairs of things in the relationship corner so that um, there are two, uh, two hearts or two rose quartz crystals. Are, um, you can put candlesticks, but you want to be careful not to put too much fire um, in the relationship corner or it will bring up too much emotion or it will um, uh, bring up, you know, fiery relationships, but you can have a little bit. Um, but the whole thing is, is you can put a, a picture of, of a pair of something, a man and a woman, or, um, you know, cardinals made for life, the birds. So sometimes people will put a pair of cardinals. I have two round, beautiful um, plates that are decorative, and I have those in that corner. Um, so that's what I would suggest. And then also if you have a rose quartz crystal, and they also sometimes come in the shape of hearts, anything with a heart will bring in more love. Um, but if you can find one of the rose quartz crystals, you can hang it from the ceiling, and then that will start to move and circulate the energy um, all around in that area. Okay. So um, so let me tell you some, some interesting stories over the years. Um, this is not my client, but I actually know the person. Um, there was a chiropractor in town who had a very successful practice, but he was ready to take it to the next level. And um, so the feng shui consultants came in. This was before I was licensed, uh, but of course I was intrigued, had been studying it. So the feng shui consultants came in, and they took him to the client to his wealth corner, and it was a storage room. And it was a mess. I do mean a mess. And so... They suggested cleaning it all up, getting rid of all the stuff that didn't, you know, that he wasn't using. That was, you know, like dead computers, dead things. Um, get rid of all that, and then um, they suggested hanging a mobile with fish on it because fish, in uh, the Chinese culture, symbolize prosperity. That's why you see fish tanks in a lot of Chinese restaurants. And normally there's nine fish to symbolize the nine areas. And, you know, the fish are moving and they're creating movement and water is for career. So all of it kind of dovetails all together. Well, at any rate, Dr. Martin cleared out his wealth corner, um, 
flung the mobile, even though it was inside, he, you know, it didn't exactly move too much, but he looked at it and thought movement. Well, there was this older client that had been coming in, and he says, oh, I just love this new acupuncture that you're doing. He was doing acupuncture with a laser pen, and Dr. Martin says, well, I'm glad you like it, but don't get too attached to it. He says, I'm just trying it out. The, you know, the the um, company let me borrow it. He says, but it's $10,000. And he goes, I just don't know if I'd use it enough to warrant spending $10,000 on it. He says, I'm just not sure. Well, this was right after the Wealth Corner had been activated. That patient wrote him a check for $10,000 on the spot and said, please, please buy this so that you can help other people like you're helping me. It's a true story. True story. That's how quickly things can happen. Um, and you heard uh, earlier about the, the the person who had been looking for a job for almost three years and within a week had a job after he worked with um, getting clear on what he wanted and being willing to receive it and setting the intention to have a helpful person show up and um, you know help him help him with that. Um, I could go after story after story after story, um, but what I will tell you is, you know, before I even became the fun, uh, the real estate agent, I was working in feng shui, and I worked with a lot of real estate agents when their properties wouldn't sell. And I still do that, actually. I do a lot of consulting um, nationwide when properties won't sell. Um, just recently did one for a house that had been on the market for two and a half years, and um, I analyzed the photos. I analyzed the history of the home. Um, I, I do an energy read on the house, and um, and in most cases, I'm able to help. And um, that house that had been on the market for almost it was two and a half years, going going into the the latter latter part, almost three years, and um, the house sold within two months. After we rearranged the pictures, took new shots, um, there was a problem with the entry of the home. When you looked at the home, all you saw was a steep set of stairs coming from the street, and all you could think of is, oh, my goodness, to have to you know, go up and down those steps would be a nightmare. But what the pictures didn't show is that, but you just drive around to the back, and there was a nice entryway from the back where you could pull right up next to it, which is the way the family did it. And so I said, well, then you don't start with that picture of those steps, like up a huge hillside. You you crop it, and you put a picture of the house uh, accentuating, you know, that there is a back entrance. So I had them clearly create a, a, a marked pathway to the door in the back, and that showed on the pictures, and um, and that was really one of the deal breakers for most people, was just the way this house was situated. It was kind of awkward. So, um, but those are the kind of things that I do. I also work as a referring agent um, in states where I do not work. I interview two to three different agents after I've worked, uh, interviewed you, so I kind of know what you're looking for, and then I work on on behalf of you, finding you the perfect real estate agent with whom to work. And um, it doesn't cost you anything. Um, I do get a small referral fee, but it comes from the other agent who would not have had you as their client if I had not matched the two of you up together. So um, so that's another way that I do work because it's overwhelming to figure out which agent to hire sometimes, especially when you've got, oh, but your, you know, your Aunt Susie's an agent or, oh, you know, the neighbor, oh, my daughter's an agent. And you get inundated, and all of a sudden, then you're going from obligation versus, you know, having it um, be a match. I mean, just recently, a friend of mine um, was going to have have their her son and daughter in law use me as their agent, but then this this couple's there was some relative in the family you know how this works and so they hired this relative and the relative told them you guys need to go online and when you find something you're interested in then let me know that was it that was it the agent didn't help them at all other than you guys just spend your time going and looking and when you find something that intrigues you let me know and then i'll set up a showing on it i was like that is just not how this works you know that's a lazy real estate agent you know, she didn't even put them on the auto thing where they would have had houses that were similar to the what they were looking for sent to them automatically. I mean, she could have done that. She didn't even do that. There are so many more tools now for agents than there used to be, and everything is automated. And, you know, most um, most people don't realize when they're looking at Zillow, Trulia, or uh, Realtor.com, all of those 
sites get their information from the multi-listing service. And the multi-listing service is what we as agents pay for. And so if you're on one of our auto searches, you're going to get it before it even, you know, Zillow could be three, four, five, seven days later. And, um, and as I said, in this market, you need to really be ready to go. You can't, you can't mess around with this market because otherwise you'll lose, you know, you'll lose. So the way it works when you have multiple contracts is, number one, um, you want to make sure that you've got your pre-approval. If they have three contracts and two have pre-approval and the third one is, oh, yeah, well, I just haven't gotten around to calling my banker, but I know it's not a problem, you're, you're knocked out of the ballpark before you even start. So you have to have your pre-approval. Most agents in this day and age in this real estate climate will not even take a client out without a pre-approval unless it's already in the works and they've been told what their approval is. Even when you think it's someone that won't have problems with financing, that really isn't the issue. The issue is when you're getting ready to make an offer on a house and you do not have your ducks in a row, um, it's just, it's, yeah, it, your, your, your contract will be thrown at the bottom of the pile. Um, the other thing is, is very few sellers are taking contingent on the sale of another person's house these days. And um, so if you are going to possibly be in that situation, you better have your house at the point where it can be on the market within 30 days, or once again, you will, you will lose your shot. Um, it's just the nature of the way it is, and so um, and if you so any kind of contingency, contingent on the sale of a house, contingent on the the appraisal writer. I mean, one of the things you know, I recently had a client who had three contracts on her house, all asking price or above, and the deal breaker was the one. Um, the one didn't have their financing in place, but they were it would have been in place any moment. The other one um, needed an appraisal, needed it to appraise at the value. If you're doing a cash purchase, though, and you really don't care what it appraises to because you know you want this house, um, then that is power because if you are paying cash or you already have your letter of approval and you don't have to sell another house, you're, it's a cakewalk you know, that contract will get accepted over some of the other ones, even if there's a slight difference in money, because sellers do not want to have to wait for you to sell your house. And in most cases, unless the sign is already in the yard or you are ready to go with it in the yard, they won't even consider a contingent sale. Um, okay, so that's pretty much um, the energy of that. Um what we do is, you know, to get a house ready to go on the market is we, um, is as I said, we declutter, but we also, um, what I will do is sometimes I bring some of even my own stuff. I try and use the client's um, belongings, but sometimes there's just something that needs to be tweaked or you need some new throw pillows to make um, a couch look, look nice or you need some new curtains. It's not a good idea to put a lot of money in window treatments, um, but if the window treatments you have are shabby, then, yeah, you need to do something with that. Um, I think that's all I really want to talk about on um, on that, but I do want to mention the tenant, the main tenant that guides um, feng shui. It is love it, use it, or lose it, and I'm going to repeat that. Love it, use it, or lose it. If you do not love something, if you do not use something, get rid of it. You know, maybe Aunt Mary or, you know, gave you a present that you just can't stand. Maybe it's a, a beautiful ornamental clock, but it's a little too foo-foo-y for you. And you're like, oh, but I can't get rid of it. Aunt Mary gave me that for my wedding, um, wedding, wedding day. How often is Aunt Mary at your house? Seriously, how often is it? it? Probably not, not very often. So if she, but if she were to be there, then you can put it away and put it out when she comes, or just get rid of it and don't feel guilty about it. I'm doing a thing. 40 days, let 40 bags go. Now, sometimes it's only three or four books in a bag. Sometimes it's only two or three things from you know a closet. But I'm getting rid of something every single day for 40 days, and. It's just a it's a it's a discipline just to get rid of get rid of. There was a time when I had so much stuff that I made an agreement with myself that for every one thing that I brought into the house I had to let two go. 
And it wasn't that I was a hoarder. I just was blessed with a lot of stuff. People give me stuff. And I kid you not, one time I was losing weight, I got rid of three bags of clothes, and people gave me six bags. I am not kidding. So it's just, you know, it, it's it's letting it go, knowing that less is more, um, and truly less is more. The less stuff we have, the more air and room we have to breathe, the more we have to um, bring good things into our space. Okay, so um, to go back to 805-617, you were live Hi, on the air. Did you have a... That's okay. Did Sorry you have a question this evening? Um, yeah, I wanted to know about a relationship. I'm getting a little bit discouraged. I got on uh, eHarmony, and, I mean, you know, they ask all these questions, and if I don't answer exactly the way they like, uh, like one guy put how how many times you exercise, six or seven or two or three, and I put two or three, and I didn't hear back from them. <laughs> so I'm getting disillusioned with that. But do you see meeting someone uh, maybe by my going to my events that I'm starting to go to or or through someone perhaps? Well, um, t- what is your first name, please? Donna. Okay. So, Donna, um, tonight what I'm doing is I'm doing feng shui and energy readings and uh, giving tips on how to work with your house in order to attract whatever it is you're wanting. So these are some tips to attract a relationship. Um, Number one, look at your closet in your bedroom. Is there room for a partner to even have space in your closet to hang their things, or is every inch of your closet stuffed? Okay, so I would would suggest that you clear out a small section and you keep it cleared out and you envision your um, new new partner or new beloved hanging his or her clothes in that in that space so that there's room for them to even um, be in your space. And then same thing with your dresser drawers. Clear out one drawer so that if you have an overnight guest, there is room for them to actually have a place to put their things. But it's also conscious. It's, it's saying to the universe, I am clearing out this drawer and clearing out this section of my closet so that um, I'm inviting my divine partner in. The next thing is to look at your bed. Do you have two nightstands or one? Uh, one nightstand and, well, another little, like, tiny little book thing that you could put a glass on or a cup or something. So kind of two, yeah. Okay. Are they, they the same match. height? Are they the same height? Uh, yeah, they're the same height. Do you, they both yeah. have lamps? Just one lamp by me. Okay. Whoever has the lamp has more power. Whoever has the taller table has more power. Whoever has the bigger table has more power. So if you're wanting to invite um, equality and balance and harmony into your relationship with your um, divine partner, I would suggest you get a different night table that is more the same height, the same surface area, and get an additional lamp. Um, It's just the way it is because if someone came, they don't have hardly any space, they have room for a glass, they can't read a book, they can't, you know what I mean? And... Mm -hmm. um, so to have equality, that's what you want to do. Now, the next thing is, is you want to really look at your bedroom. Does it, does it seem romantic? Does, do you need a new bedspread? Do you need some new throw pillows for your bed? Um, what is your artwork? Do you have a bunch of artwork with single women? Do you have pictures of uh, family members? Get rid of them. Get rid of them. Get all pictures of single women out of your bedroom. All pictures okay. of family and friends. Family and friends, all of it has to come out so that you are creating a room that is ready for intimacy and ready for sacredness. Um, you know, we have yin rooms and yang rooms. The yin rooms are the feminine. The feminine is the dark, the mystery, the the going within. The yang is the bright colors, bright light, lots of energy, noisy action and so the bedroom is a yin room but it becomes a yang room when we invite a partner in and that and it's but it's still an intimate room it's for intimacy for sleeping it's private you don't invite the world into your bedroom you invite the world into your living room into your kitchen come have a bite you know into your dining room come share a meal but your bedroom is really a private room so um so the other thing, I don't, I'm not sure if you were on the call when I, were you on the call when I talked about the nine areas of the feng shui bagua? Yes. 
Yes. Okay, so your and bar back right-hand corner is your relationship corner. Your bedroom mm-hmm. might be in that corner or it might not. We have two relationship corners, and sometimes they wind up in, wind up in the same area. But you have your bedroom, and then you have the relationship corner um, itself. And so put pairs of things. Um, and remember, when you look at the pair of the couple or whatever it is, you just say, my partner is coming. I know my partner is coming. And think it, feel it. Imagine how it feels. Imagine how um, the textures, you know, imagine, you know, holding hands. Imagine being kissed. Just imagine the whole deal. And, um, and, you, and that's what you do is you focus on uh, what it is that you want. Now, the other thing is, is I suggest a create a mate list where you take a sheet of paper and you write down what it is that you want. But do not, do, do not, do not, do not put what you don't want, Okay. What does that mean? Okay. If you say, I don't want someone who's stingy, then what you're saying to the universe is, I want someone who's stingy, because the universe doesn't hear the not. It doesn't hear the not. So instead, you say, I want someone who's generous, who's, who's, who's um, prosperous and generous. Yes. So you only say what you want in that and you put those on that list, and that is your intention list for your divine uh, d- divine partner. So, you know, it feels like you're on the right track, but you're frustrated. I can feel your frustration with eHarmony. eHarmony is a complicated system. But, you know, if you're having somebody ask you, do you exercise four to six times a week or two to three, and if you answer two to three and they're having – and if they're having judgments like, oh, well, she's not really a serious – exercise person then you wouldn't be a match to that person anyway because if you're not really an exercise seven days a week kind of person who's obsessing with it and that is you know some people if they don't get their exercise in then they're all in a bad mood and you know they have all kinds of noise that goes with it if they you know so so what i would put on your list is someone who um is balanced with exercise is balanced with exercise so that it's not an extreme Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just, you know, yeah, it's just a thought. Okay, so so I hope this helps you. Yeah, very much, very much. Now, I have a, I just want to ask you this, Cindy, in my living room, um, I have a, like a studio bed because I have guests and I have family that come over and I, I live in a one-bedroom apartment. And when you go in the door, it's in the, to the, to the right, to the back. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's all right to have that there. And then I've got two pillows there, and I do have a couch and a coffee table and all. I mean, everybody comments that they like the energy when they come in. So that's a good thing, right? Yeah, that's a total good thing. It's best not to see the back of a couch if you can when you walk in, but sometimes it doesn't work that way. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, you just just don't want everything lined up along the edges of the walls. You want it to be where you can envision talking. Yeah, so that should be fine. And then you probably rearrange when you open open that up to make it into a bed. And, yeah, you know, we all have multi-use spaces. And it's good, actually. You're in the relationship corner. You're entertaining and, you know, having people stay and you're being hospitable to people. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good. It's good. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for calling in. Okay. And and send an email to uh, info at spiritsecret.com asking to be added to our email list, and then I'll let you know about future shows and when the magazine's online. I write a feng shui real estate column every single month um, in the magazine. So, um, yeah, send an email, and and then uh, we'll stay in touch. Okay. So, I'm sorry. Could you read? Oh, it's info. Yeah, send an email to info, I-N-F-O, at spiritseeker.com, and um, just ask to be added to our email list, and then I'll let you know about our future shows and when the newspaper's online, okay? Great. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. Okay, so listeners, um, this is Cindy Meyer. My office number is 636 530 I do remote feng shui consultations i do remote um energy clearings on homes i'm trained as a dowser i'm also trained in many forms of space clearing and i am a spiritual intuitive so i do readings morning noon and night i help people all over the world um so don't hesitate to call um i love helping people in whatever way i am able um (laughs) 
Okay, 636-530-7579. This is Cindy Meyer. I'll be on the air next week with Barbara DeAngelis. Call in and learn about love, 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 love. Okay, thank you so much. Good night, everyone. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.